Coming to you from our opulent and luxurious 4x8 refurbished broom closet at the National Headquarters in Indianapolis. With duct tape, studio lights, and a mic that you barely can hear, we hope to entertain and educate you. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. Okay, here we are again with the Tango Alpha Lima podcast, and this is a special episode, or I'm going to call it a special forces episode, because we have a special forces guest today, and I rarely feel um, intimidated or less than, but oh my, what a list of credentials on this guy. And I've been talking to him for a little bit, and he's super humble, so I'm going to brag for him because I don't think that he will. This this gentleman's name is Justin Sheffield. He is not just a Navy SEAL. He's Navy SEAL Team 6 and has gone on some really high-profile missions, and we'll probably learn about some more later because a lot of them are still classified. But is he has a really uh, a famous one that... Uh, and I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna let him talk about it. But let's just say certified. And can I say this? Badass warrior. Now he's uh, he's an author, and he's a he's he's has a foundation where he's giving back to the community. And he has a really important job with a new team. His teammates, uh, not a new team, but he's got teammates. Uh, by the name of Leslie Landon Colton. Now, Justin, can you tell me about this new team of yours? Thank you so much for having me, first of all. Um, I'm happy to be here. And yeah, my new team. Well, so uh, I'm, I'm living here in Texas now that I've been out a while. And, you know, the best part of being out is my kids are still young. And thank God they don't remember um, some of the things that, that the way I was when I was at, at the end there in the, in the military things were pretty rough and they were, they were little still, so it's good. And, and I get to be with them every day now, um, when I'm around. And so it's great. I do a lot of work from the house, so I'm around and, you know, they're 11 and eight years old and they're, they're as boy as they could be, you know, um, they're starting to ask me a lot of questions about stuff I used to do. And, uh, it's interesting with the conversations we're having now, but, um, yeah, it's great, man. Thank you. Well, so hopefully they're gonna they're gonna listen to this now. Now I see Ashley is over there. Her dog is making another appearance, and uh, Ashley, just so you know, Justin has two dogs as well, but his are outside of the uh, they're outside of the recording area, so you won't get to see them. And I apologize for that for you. So uh, as always, I, my co-host here is Ashley Gorbuja Maldonado. How did I do? I did okay. Uh, I did okay. Yeah. All right. All right do you want to... <laughs> and okay. so how are things how are things going there in DC? You know, things are going well. Um I have less and less room to complain anymore. Um <laughs> uh, have a home office set up. I'm I'm comfortable and my my one dog does want to make a full guest appearance, Justin. I'm sorry. Elliot, it's your turn. No, I'm just kidding. No problem. <laughs> I'm teasing, I'm teasing. I have a, a I have two plot hound Jack Russell mixes. They're sisters and they are super needy. But, you know, what's that saying? Um, they saved me, right? 
Um, but you know, things are, things are going well on the DC front. Um, you know, I think we're opening up into our phase two now and, um, I've been seeing a lot more people out, which is just kind of, oh, take a step back there. But Justin, uh, you know, thank you for being on. I appreciate you. And I'm heard you have like a book coming out. Like, I want to know more about this nonprofit, the things that you're doing to give back to the community. Um, let's start there, Justin, unless you had something that you wanted to lead with. I'll well, no, I think that. that I think what's going to happen is we're going to cover all of that, but not in oh, one sure. question. Okay. <laughs> we've learned we've learned about that. So let's start. <laughs> let's start with the book. And here's the thing: I ask, I typically ask the softball questions. Ashley will will throw the the hard stuff at you. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start with we're gonna start with this book, and and can you tell us how you came up with the idea to start a book? And, and, and how was that process for you personally, like in, in your journey as a human being, as well as getting the product out? Great question, thank you. So in about 2014, uh, I was in a pretty bad spot. I got sent to Bethesda, Maryland, like a, a lot of guys do. And um, there's a place called NICO, National uh, Intrepid Center of Excellence, I believe is what it stands for. but. It's predominantly for people with TBI and, uh, you know, different cognitive disorders from blasts or PTSD or whatever, as well as physical elements. And I went there for, I think it was two or three weeks. And one of the forms of therapy was writing. Uh, they had us, we had sculptures, we had art, we had all kinds of stuff, music. There was a lot of medications we left on and uh, overall good place. Um, but writing I, I loved it man and I, I used to just throw up on the page and I didn't um you know it wasn't a plan to do a book um since I got out uh you know I went to I don't know how to really jump into this but basically I was in a really bad way and I found this brain treatment center which we can get into later where I started the foundation but the place saved my life um, I was definitely looking forward to suicide and, um, you know, a lot of prayer, a lot of family not letting me go. Um, I've been a Christian since I was a little kid and I battled with that pretty heavily. Um, cause I don't, I don't think suicide is the answer, but I understand now, uh, uh how folks get there. Um, I was, I was looking forward to it. And <clears throat> anyway, the, uh, Probably last year at some point, um, I had walked away from all this for a while and I kind of went back to it just because the foundation's been exploding. And, you know, I felt it was time to get serious about the book. So uh, that's that's how Mob 6 came about. And um, I recently released it about two months ago. So it's, it's new out. It's been a crazy weird time with the pandemic and everything else we got going on right now. But, uh, but honestly, it's been overwhelming the support I've gotten and it's thanks to people like you guys, honestly, that have been setting these kinds of um, talks up and interviews up uh, because, you know, there's no traveling anywhere right now or anything like that. So it's been an interesting time. But that's how, that's how I, the book came about, um, was really a form of therapy and just sharpened over time uh, to, to what it is now. So, yeah. Awesome. So, uh, Ashley, did that spark any questions out of you about the about the book? 
So is your book, what genre does it, was it, does it fall in? Is it like recovery, wellness, um, yeah, great. is it reflection, mentor, or like, or memoir kind of feel? That's a great question. And I, and I didn't really hit on that at all. So what the book is about is, uh, my time at SEAL Team 6 primarily and, and getting to there, cause it's a different place than going into the SEAL teams. You go through buds like everybody does if they want to be a Navy SEAL and, if you make it through, you get your choice of these teams, whether it's East Coast or West Coast. And um, I went to SEAL Team 8. To go to SEAL Team 6, you have to do two platoons, and it's usually about four or five years at a SEAL team. And so you go over there with combat experience, and there's a tryout, a selection that's about eight months long. And it, uh, you know, they dissect everything about your tactical ability, vice just physical, kind of like BUDS is all physical, a little bit of training. But but uh, Green Team is definitely a tryout to see if you're if you belong there. That the mission is different. Number one mission there is hostage rescue, and they're looking for a very specific uh, type of operator there. So um, very difficult selection process and a different place. And so it, it kind of talks about that. And then when I got there. I had zero combat experience, like real combat experience. I'd been to Afghanistan before, but not nothing I would consider um, combat, like the stuff that I saw very quickly at Dev Group. And uh, it, it lays out in detail, sort of in my head, what being in a firefight with other human beings trying to kill you is like, because I got to do it a lot. And, um, you know, um, I'm just, it's, it's I've been... Uh, blessed to have been a part of a lot of this stuff that I talk about and, and live through it. Um, and you know, it talks about obviously all the loss that we've gone through as well. Um, it talks about the hostage rescue I got to be a part of in detail, uh, it, pinnacle op of my life by far. Um, you know, and it culminates really with, with my faith in Christ and, um, and how he was always there. I mean, I certainly am not the model Christian by any means, but I can tell you that in all of the uh, gunfights that I've been in, you know, we can't dodge bullets. And there's just been some pretty extraordinary things that have happened that would maybe even seemingly make me look like I'm some sort of, a, you know, better than I am kind of person. And I'm not, you know, and I, and I got to give credit to God where it's due there because we've been in some things that just don't make sense otherwise. Um, and several nights where I thought for sure that this, this is it, you know, I'm, I'm, I, it's, I'm going out. And, um, so it talks about all that. And, and, and then, like I said, it kind of ends with, uh, a pretty hardcore spiral down and, oh, similar to what a lot of guys and gals have gone through and then where we're at now with the foundation and what we're doing. Uh, so yeah, it's my time at SEAL Team 6 primarily. Well, I... I kind of want to interrupt you, and I I want to I want to uh, say I don't throw the word hero around very often. It, Ashley, have you ever heard me say that word? Um, it's very seldom. Very seldom. And if and in your story in Somalia gets you that to me, not just because of not just because of the the combat action, but people need to know that you you put your body as a shield onto the hostage during that operation uh when you shield a person like that i think that that elevates you from from 
not just being an excellent warrior, which obviously, which obviously you demonstrated that ability, but the, but to take it to the next level and to really, to really connect with another human being and being willing to literally lay down, you laid down your life or laid down uh, and potentially gave your life for that. So I want to make sure that um, I'm on record as bestowing upon you this and I don't, I don't say it a lot. I mean, maybe some MOH recipients that I've met um, and and now and here that you are definitely 100% a hero. Now, and I know you're a humble dude, so you're going to, you're going to shy away from it a little bit, but I am going to ask you now to kind of, with the book, let's, you're not doing a book tour. Let's clearly get out the name of the book, how people can get the book and and what you hope they're going to get out of it. Um, thank you for that. I appreciate that. I would just say real quick, you know, uh, one of the things that separates that command is hostage rescue. And I'd say that, you know, before we went out, I looked at all my guys and, and we all accepted the fact that we would die for another citizen or whoever we're going to rescue. I mean, we've rescued um, Afghanis, Muslims, uh, women, men, kids, um, nobody asks what race or what they believe, nothing. And so, you know, everybody's going out to, to die for somebody they don't know. So it's a pretty special place that way. Um, and, but I, I definitely, I appreciate you, uh, saying that, um, the book again, is called mob six M O B V I. It was kind of a nickname that we would call it, it dates all the way back to the Marcinko days. He was the first commanding officer of SEAL Team 6 and uh, used to be called Mobility Unit 6. And so it got shortened to Mob 6. We're not, we don't act like mobsters or anything like that. It was just a nickname. Um, you can get it on Amazon right now. There's a Kindle and a paperback version out. I finished the audio myself last, uh, about a month ago now. So I'm just waiting for that to, to get released. Um, and, and then, you know, the, the foundation that we have is called All Eagles Oscar. And uh, you can check us out, alleaglesoscar.org. And, um, and that's for any veterans that might be listening that are having um, any of these kinds of problems that we'll keep talking about here. But uh, check us out. There's a lot of information there. There's a way to get a hold of us um, and, and obviously to get the treatment. So thank you for that. Cool. I'm a Marine, so I'll be waiting for the audio version because we, we, <laughs> we, don't, we don't read okay. a lot. <laughs> Ashley over there, though. She's a she's a big awesome. book reader. Like uh, she collects like antique books. She's she'll go full nerd if we let her. So we're not going to. But so <laughs> Ashley, if, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Ashley, is this uh, is this going to go on your reading list? Absolutely. I love to support fellow authors. Um, as someone who's okay. trying to admirably write their own book, I completely understand. It's not an easy feat, and to go it, you know. <laughs> without necessarily always having like big publishers behind you and to put something out there, to put it out there to help others is just incredible, not only admirable, but what it does then is your story then becomes a piece of somebody else's survival guide. And I've always felt that that's very wow. meaningful in, in this time and age, um, just with that, just with the current climate, I think, storytelling is incredibly powerful and when you can help others through your storytelling it is then a next transformative step of leadership and influence so oh, thank you 
Mm-hmm. Wow, Ashley, I sold you as I sold you as giving the hardball questions, but that was amazing. So awesome. as we as we um, let's transition from. Actually, I don't want to transition from the book. Now, does does the book talk about um, some of the stuff we talked about before with your uh, your your pain, your your journey through pain treatment, and uh, and some of the things that you're doing in that area? Because it's interesting that you know the American Legion is has been kind of uh, and which is for an organization as old and seemingly conservative as it is, has really been pushing for a lot of um, cannabis research uh, in this area. And I know I know you feel pretty passionately about uh, using natural forms of pain treatment. Uh, I do. I So it does touch on a lot of that. With All Eagles Oscar primarily, we are supporting the, and paying for is what we're doing, is we're paying for the treatment at the Brain Treatment Center. This treatment is magnetic, excuse me, magnetic resonance therapy, or maybe you've heard the name transcranial magnetic stimulation probably at this point. Um, it's been amazing results. What they do is they do an EEG, and I'll get to your question about cannabis for sure. Um, but so they do a 10-minute EEG. These guys way smarter than me sit there and they'll analyze it and they'll come up with a protocol that is going to be your treatment. And every five treatments, they rescan and see if they need to adjust anything. Um, usually, you know, and the, and the treatment itself is an electromagnet tuned to a specific frequency that they put on your, usually on your forehead, sometimes in the back of your head. Uh, 30 minutes a day, it's turned on for eight seconds on the minute, and it's just a pulse of a specific frequency. And over time, it influences um, the neuron function in your brain. That's about the extent that I'll go on it. Uh, so we don't bore everybody. But it, it's the results have been amazing. Usually by about week two, we're seeing guys and gals get off their meds and start sleeping. And they're slowly weaning off. There's doctors there to help them. The only thing that they're willing to let you continue to use is cannabis. Um, I live here in Texas. It just became legal this year to grow. Uh, so I've got my license to grow uh, legal hemp. Obviously, I have to test it and make sure it's below a certain level of THC and all that. But I'm a, I'm a huge fan because I, I use it every day and the stuff that I could go to the VA right now and probably get Oxy just because of my back and, and surgeries and stuff like that. Um, that stuff was killing me for sure. I mean, I, you know, there's no, I wasn't happy, sad, nothing. I was just looking forward to another pill because you're going to go into withdrawals and so on. I mean, these opiates are horrible, very easy to get addicted to. And then on top of that, you know, Ambien or Adderall. I mean, I had a prescription for all this stuff, Paxil, some pretty hardcore uh, psycho meds. Um, but the the cannabis, you know, everybody, I have so many buddies that, <clears throat> excuse me, that use it every day. And, you know, I'm in as good a shape as I can get myself in uh, now. And I didn't use, I mean, I used to be just a mess when I was taking other medications. I'd never worked out, nothing. And you know, it's just, it's a, it's a delicate thing because there's so much stigma, stigma, excuse me, wrapped up with cannabis. I mean, it took me a while to have my parents come around to understand, Hey, this isn't a bad thing. I know when you grew up, I mean, this was the devil's lettuce, right? I mean, it's, it's horrible for you and everybody, it's the gateway drug and all this, it's garbage. Um, and there's enough science out now to show, uh, 
the amazing um, results that cannabis use has with things like cancer cells even. So I'm just, you know, if I can help that, that out a little bit, I absolutely will because I'm more and more seeing, seeing veterans uh, go to cannabis by some of these other pills and stuff and, and alcohol. I mean, good grief. Uh, I had some bad, you know, times with alcohol as well. But yeah, so I'm a huge supporter of that. Ashley, you have anything? No, that was that was very thorough, and I'm sure we could we could go on the cannabinoids, and we could we could talk all day about that. No, I I'm I'm glad you're being so honest about your experiences. Um, I know that there has been a lot of research, and my background is uh, public health, and one of the items that I have researched extensively is is the use of um, this hemp cannabis um, THC, all of all of the above. So. I'm happy that we're having these conversations because we have to disrupt the narrative. We have to disrupt the stigma on some of these alternative ways to help. I mean, just period, just, just to help folks because right. we cannot continue to be a cocktail of a hot mess on prescriptions that have, you know, I I'm serious. Like a real, real exactly nasty hot cocktail is what it is. And people don't understand what it's like to then try and, lose weight and then maintain this healthy homeostasis in the body. It's just, it's not going to happen when you're on a million and one things and you're heavily reliant on them. So I'm happy that we're having this conversation. So oh, that's awesome. And, and just now I think we can properly segue because it's, it's kind of like the, I guess we'll, we'll take the leaf built bridge across to <laughs> the Eagles Oscar foundation so the, the book is just a couple months old. How old is the foundation? Okay, so All Eagles Oscar, thank you. Uh, it's about four years old, I guess, 2016, maybe five years now. Um, we started this because there was a need. Uh, we There has been an FDA double-blind study started with the Brain Treatment Center and these forms of treatment. But, uh, you know, when the FDA clears that, who knows, right? The treatment is about, it's averaging about $8,000 per veteran. Um, so we started this foundation to pay for it. Um, and, you know, all Eagles, I, I don't, there's no cannabis stuff with my foundation yet. Although now that it's becoming more and more legal, we're looking at the CBD aspect of things because it is expensive. Um, I started growing my own because of that specifically, because I'm using it every day and to go buy it. Uh, is just I can't afford it. So I, you know, I, I actually enjoy growing, and that's the other thing I tell a lot of uh, the vets that reach out to me is I'll I'll help them if they want to start growing. It's been something that just it's kept me a good routine. I enjoy growing plants, and you know I've got so many different kinds of plants and vegetables and stuff growing here anyway. But uh, but the the foundation itself is specifically right now what we're doing is supporting the Brain Treatment Center, and then you know by about two weeks. If the vet wants to go to any kind of physical training, because a lot of times, you know, they get there, they're out of shape, they're hurt, um, they used to be in good shape, now they're overweight or they're on all these meds that, just like you said, Ashley, they're, um, you know, it's it's impossible to keep weight off because your your body isn't even regulated correctly. So we started, there's a place that we will pay for called Exos. Um, it's a great facility. They basically are a training facility and they have a wing that helps out veterans, um, people that are 
you know, you'll get a trainer, a nutritionist, and they're used to people that are missing limbs, but still they can develop a routine for them. So when guys and gals start sleeping again, uh, naturally, we'll start them on something like that if they want to, and we can provide supplements for them too and stuff like that. But that's, that's what we're doing with the foundation. Very that's cool. fantastic. So it's, it's a lot of great work. And, um, the, my, my education was in economics and now I start, I'm starting to tally up bills here. These are, this is a lot of, it's, it's, that's a lot of money. I'm wondering how you're raising funds and how, um, people can help. Uh, you can donate right on the website. Um, and that website is alleagleoscar.org. There you go. <laughs> uh, and, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll add two real quick. That's a great question. All Eagles Oscar is a call sign. Uh, that's where that name comes from. It's kind of a weird name. It's a call sign you want to hear coming off the battlefield. It's the last thing we'd pass up to hire saying, hey, all of us Eagles or American forces, we call ourselves Eagles, um, are okay, or Oscar. So over comms, you'd say All Eagles Oscar, meaning we're, we're good, nobody's dead, shot, hurt. Um, so it's what you want to hear. And the way that we've been raising money is I used to, um, uh, for several years, and I still do, I'll go around and do speaking engagements, and I don't get paid for them, but instead I get donations to the foundation. So it's been working out really well. And we have um, a couple of big donors like uh, Waste Management, the people that take your trash out, amazing people, think a trash man. Uh, but that company donates to us every year. Um, and there's the Oakley, Oakley sunglasses has a benevolent arm called infinite hero. Uh, they're also, they do some great work, but they give us a grant. So there's some folks like that, that give it just to name a couple that give us grants. Um, and otherwise it really does come from people donating things like a hundred bucks, 40 bucks, 20 bucks, 10 bucks, whatever. And, uh, we're able to do it. And we keep about four guys, uh, or four vets per month is what our burn rate has been uh steady you know the line's not getting any shorter as far as people that need treatment um but we're able we've been able to do it i mean by the grace of god honestly it's it's been amazing how this has been working out and uh with this book it's just it's really kind of shed some light on everything and, and opened people's eyes up to it there's probably 40 50 000 military foundations um I mean, it's, it's crazy. There's something for everything. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I would just encourage people to just know what they're given to and where that, where, what it's going to and what kind of programs they're doing. Um, I think that some of these camps and stuff for veterans are fine. I personally, I don't, I've been to several of them as sort of a speaker to help other guys and stuff like that. I don't get anything out of that stuff. Uh, what I like about what we're doing is you're not, you don't have to talk. There's no psychiatrist. There's no talk therapy, none of that. It's just, you go and you get treated and you go home. So, yeah. And so you're sharing the experience that, that helped you. Um, you're sharing it through the book. Um, and then you're also sharing it like, like really directly with the, the foundation helping, helping people and, and continuing where we started, where you're, the, the empathy that the empathy that you have for other human beings that allows you to shield a woman and then allows you to uh, work for free 
to literally save lives again, uh, helping us to reduce that 22 a day. So uh, we thank you for that. I do, at least, and I'm sure yeah. Ashley does too. That was a segue. So, <laughs> so I did want to say um, I like that you kind of called attention to the large amount of nonprofits. And this is kind of probably like an odd place to go, but um, GuideStar is a really great nonprofit database. So for all the vets that are out there or that own their own nonprofits and or are dipping into that corporate social responsibility, like if you're looking for uh, charities, if you're looking for nonprofits that are doing the right thing, full transparency, check out uh, GuideStar nonprofit database. It's a... yeah, it's a it's a pretty good resource. It was something um, it's like a directory of charities and nonprofit organizations. It's like guidestar.org. I've been using it for a very, very long time, um, awesome. especially if you're if you're reaching out to folks that are, you know, within the same vein doing within similar, you know, mission. I think there's a lot of opportunity and power in numbers. I know that we definitely um, call that card a lot with the American Legion because we are the largest and there is power with numbers. Um, but that might be something to to think about. And for our listeners, especially like if you are feeling generous and, you know, when Giving Tuesday comes around or if you want to have your birthday Facebook fundraiser, like look up some of these nonprofits and give back to those that are being fully transparent, doing the right stuff um, and organizations like Justin's. Very right, good I would, point. I would put All Eagles Oscar Foundation at the at the top of the list. It's um they're doing great things, and it's. Um, I would like to see their burn rate get bigger. I'd like to see you have more and more people going through it, and just you know, we're getting towards the end of our time. What is, what is next for you? I mean, I mean, but I mean, I read, I read things like this, and I'm like, you've done enough. But I, I also know that a person who generates, you know, stuff like that is always looking for the next thing. Um, thank you for that. And, um, so right now, just with everything going on the way it is, my, uh, my brother, he was also an operator at SEAL Team 6, and he's been medically retired as well. He helps me run the foundation, but, um, he has been training Marine, uh, special operations guys before they go out the door on deployment. And I'll be uh, helping him with that and also possibly training some of our Border Patrol agents coming up next month, as well as uh, we're doing a critical self-defense, just critical skills for shooting. So people will teach them just range, regular range work with pistol, um, as well as some uh, concealment carry and just bringing your gun out just safely, safely handling a firearm. There's been a lot of interest, so we'll be doing a private course uh, with that and then and then moving up to rifle and pistol kind of stuff but that'll be in the, the near future um, uh, probably starting next month I guess so yeah you're, make, you're making me making me miss my qual ranges <laughs> well, I hope, to to, well I hope you are you going to travel with it or, the, or do we have to come to Montgomery uh, I am going to travel um, you know if, if the if the border patrol thing goes off we will we'll go wherever they want us to because I love those guys. Uh, any kind of law enforcement and the the private shooting it'll be all over. Uh, we've got some stuff going on out on the east coast though, 
uh, to start. But yeah, there'll be some stuff out here too. Well, like I told you before, if you're if you want to come to the if you want to come to the West Coast, I know a place that you can. Man, I will definitely you hit you up when I come to LA for sure, man. We definitely. So, Thank Ashley, you. you have any you have any parting wisdom or questions that you just have to have answered? Oh gosh, you're asking the nerd if I have questions. We don't have several hours. Um, well, neither do you, because the dog's behind you and wants. I know, to right? I knew the other one would make a photo bomb at some at some point today. Um, I would just say, like, continue on, Justin. I'm I'm very inspired by what you're doing. I think it is an incredibly noble cause. I think that this is something that has to continue to be spoken about. So I just want to say thank you from the American Legion team for for coming on and and sharing your your wisdom and your experiences and how you are continuing to serve your community and country after taking the uniform off. So I just want to say thank you from all of us. You guys are awesome. Thank you for and, that. And what I, what I want to do is I want to say that there are some, there are some links to what you're doing to some of the things that the American Legion is doing. And you are a powerful force. That's an obvious, that's a, that's an uh, understatement, if you will. And, the American Legion has a lot of people, and what I'm hearing a lot is our lobbying arm could probably use use your story, and your story could probably use our lobbying arm to to get funding for some of these things, and to and to and to just try to spread the word about. And just change the the attitudes, as uh, Ashley pointed out earlier, about some of the things that you're doing, and make them just more palatable to the masses by getting the facts out there, and to make it more affordable to the masses by getting them included. I don't know if these things are all included in people's insurance or not, but those are the kinds of those are the kinds of things that I, I think an organization like the the Legion can help. And uh, I know super producer Holly can get you linked in with the right people to make that happen. No, that's great. And, and to, to your point, I mean, there's, there, there is a lot of guys and gals doing the, that are trying to get, be a part of this and do it right. I, you know, um, I'm always like, I started, you know, I started growing. I'm always trying to help guys explain, you know, it's okay to use cannabis, for example. Right. And I do, like we talked about earlier, I'm very careful what I say about it because some people, they don't, they still don't, they're like, that's, that's so bad. And I'm like, yeah, but these were killing me. You know what I mean? This other stuff isn't. So it's just, it's like you said, it just takes sometimes, sometimes it's the right person to say the right things. Um, but I think it's important that we do it because, you know, veterans are going to keep getting the help that they need. We're going to find it and we're going to tell our buddies and so on. And to, to answer the question about insurance, I mean, you know, this is one of the biggest things why we're doing the FDA study. It's like, I can't go to the VA and get a prescription for this. Um, and I should be able to, but I can't. Right. Um, and so, but I can get a prescription for something else that's way more expensive and, and potentially life ending or life threatening or life changing in a bet in a negative way, at least has been my experience. So I think working on that too, with the VA and some of these other people in the, in the government to get these things uh, more available to veterans, you know, um, I, w I would love to see that. And I would love to, um, 
you know, I don't know if lobby is the right word for it, but whatever it is, I'm, I'm in to help it out. You know what I mean? So um, you can definitely count me in on that. We'll use the word advocate. Is that better? Advocate. Perfect. Advocate. Yes. Yeah. We'll let you advocate and we'll let the, we'll let the professionals lobby. They love that stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna thank you like wholeheartedly again. And uh, I hope that you said you're new on social media. So I hope we can, we can connect with you here. And I'm going to thank Ashley for bringing the data and the wisdom as she always does with mm-hmm. a minimal side dish of always nerdy because that's what she does. So that's it for today with our visit with our special forces humble hero. This has been the Tango Alpha Lima podcast. I want to remind you to uh, subscribe to the Tango Alpha Lima podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can also watch us on YouTube. That way you can see Ashley roll her eyes at me right on your screen. And we also want to make sure that our host gets his, I mean, our guest, sorry, gets his links out there. So one more time, where can they go? Uh, You can go to Amazon and get Mob 6 and you can go to alleaglesoscar.org alleagleoscars.org. So thank you. We're leaving you from Tango Alpha Lima podcast for real this time. Don't wait around any longer. We're out. <laughs>